Welcome to episode number 46 of the Unknown Games Podcast. Welcome, welcome, one and all. This is the best day of all. I've got rhymes. I've got jokes. Everybody, let's go in for more. Uh, I I ran out of things to rhyme about. Anyways, uh, welcome to the show, everybody, where we talk about Japanese games, games in general, and of course, our lives here in Japan. And by our, I mean myself and uh, the one who's eating on the podcast. You're breaking rules, Alex. Oh, it's up. I mean, ice cream. But at the same time, I have to say, it was the first time in 46 episodes. There's been other words ex- that it just wasn't, hey, I'm Alex. What's up? I'm Alex. It's finally, the curse has been broken, everybody. Mm-hmm. The curse has been broken. It took ice cream to do it. I'm happy. So I'm eating like this coffee. It's called Coffee Cookie Sunday. It's one of those Gente flavors, right? Actually, Coffee Cookie Sunday? Like yeah. it's coffee and what's the cookie? Well, cookies. <laughs> Wait, well, what kind of cookies? Is it like chocolate chip cookies? Oh, it's kind of like, like a um, wafer cookie? <laughs> no, they're kind of like the, the soft, uh, chewy kind of cookies. But it's a gente flavor, and apparently it's really good. I've like had like four people who are like, oh, you got to try this. You got to try this. It's so good. So I've been looking for it for a long time. I couldn't find Where'd it. You find I it? couldn't find it at all. Like wherever I went, I couldn't find it. And then like last night, my girlfriend comes home, and she's like, I had a surprise for you. I was like, what is that? Wow, that could have went so many different places. I, my mind was like, "Wow, I have a surprise for you. I got mm. like a no, this nice little, some money. I got some no, this haircut is... for you. Nah, it's like mm. I got ice cream for you. It's real good, by the way. <laughs> this, re- oh my goodness, this reminds me of the time I did a podcast in college and we ate ramen on the podcast. Yeah, was that fun for a Thanksgiving episode? It was fun. It was great. It was great. Every once in a while, there'd just be like a. <laughs> Okay, everybody. Well, you know, it's what we do here. We eat a lot. I had McDonald's for mm-hmm. dinner. That's that's like poor man's food compared to awesome ice cream. I had, I had some ice cream last night and the night before. Like, I'd just been kind of hankering for it. Like, it's been hot. And we talked about oh it last week on the yeah. show. The heat don't stop, man. Like, Yeah. Ice cream's like a little treat. We had lunch, actually, you and me, you and I. Um, we had lunch last week or something, right? No? no, no yeah, more yeah, like, not a, Less than a week ago. No, it was like last four, Friday. Four days ago, yeah. Yeah, last so Friday, yeah, I yeah. had the um, the cheese roco moco, which is one of those those other gente burgers right now. It was a lot better mm-hmm. than the spicy the Hawaiian, Hawaiian burger. Yeah, yeah, the Hawaiian series they have going on right now. Anyways, yeah, it was it was okay. No, that was good. Then I had a Big Mac. Mm, I go wrong with a Big and, Mac, and 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 I was just like, I don't know. I hadn't had a Big Mac in like I don't know five months at least, six months or something. Probably the last time we had a Big Mac, which was last year, actually. Maybe Wait, we year. had a Big Mac? What do you mean we had a Big Mac? Did we have lunch? I felt like, oh, well, I mean, I felt like we had a Big Mac one time we went to McDonald's. So we went for lunch together and you had a Big Mac? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that was Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> it might have been Wendy's. Either way, that mug was like last year sometime. Hmm. But that Big Mac was so good, everybody. If you haven't had a Big Mac, you should definitely not go and have a Big Mac near you because it probably is not going to taste the same now. Japan, they like to make it just like the picture, everybody. It's like the picture. And that makes it so much better because you feel like it was loved and cared for. I'm just saying. Love and care in your sandwich makes it much better. But what we don't really talk about much on this show is video games sometimes. We're sorry to disappoint you, but this today we're... Okay, we're talking about video games. Alex... What do we got for him? I don't Line know. It up. What's on the agenda, actually? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I want to start this show while I'm eating my ice cream. Well, today we've got, uh, we're going to be talking about Epic Games and how, uh, you know, Fortnite was taken off of the uh, the Android place, like Google Play and Apple. So that's a big whammy. That's a little thing that's going down. Of course, Apex Season 6 is coming out. By the time you listen to this podcast, you will be playing with your girl, Rampart and sheila just going ham i hope and uh you know we got some small little announcements uh, phil spencer over here talking about he ain't trying to sell no xboxes hey come on bro you're trying to sell some xboxes anyways and uh yeah some of those small announcements other streamers coming back and go to tsushima that's sure. on the list yeah sounds good 
There we go. So uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter. Leave a comment. We're going to get to a comment actually at the end of this show. It's specifically for you, Alex. It's for you. This is this is what you've been waiting for. Oh, OK. Yeah. Yeah. It's not ice cream either. Is it, like, is it like a voice message or, or just like a written comment or something? It's a written comment. It's okay. a written comment. It's, cool. Hey, we, we, we're moving on up here. Those listeners. Thanks, everybody, for listening, as always. We love you. Uh, so let's hop on into it. So you brought up this story to me last week about Epic and the, you know, being taken off of the, the, the Google Play Store and also the, the Apple iTunes Store. Sure. So can yep. you explain, like, what, yeah, lead, lead us into it, man. What's up with this? Well, I mean, like, I actually haven't dug into, like, really the nitty-gritty of it, but basically what happened was, like, um, Fortnite, the app, was suddenly pulled off uh, the iTunes store, the app store, right? Mm -hmm. And then shortly after, Google actually followed suit. So the two major mobile phone platforms had deals with them from their major, from their major stores. And what it seems like this had started when, when Epic had... Um, it seems like they were going to circumvent the 30% cut that Apple and Google get on in-app purchases. So, you know, Fortnite right. sells their in-app currency called V-Bucks. Mm -hmm. And you can buy them um, you know, either directly through Epic or using the in-app purchase function of all apps on those sites. Right, and right. What, what Epic had done was it's if you had decided to go directly through Epic, um, just like a credit card transaction through them, through their servers... Uh, you would get mm -hmm. a discount discount on your V bucks, so okay. really making it enticing for the average player, or any human really, um, to 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 not the use the in-app purchase function. I'm and and I was looking at a story about it, and it's saying that what you were exactly talking about. It's just called Epic Direct Payment, uh, alongside of that, and yeah, it's a way for them to essentially circumvent having that thirty percent cut come out. And right. what what was interesting is that they were just. I mean, they had just gotten on Google Play like what a, a month or two ago. Like it, it took a while for them to. Was even it a get month ago? Google. I feel like it was more than that. But was was it was it a more? It, it feels recent still. Like well, recent-ish. Right. Recent I mean, Fortnite's been around yeah. for a while, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. But so that was that was a whole thing. Uh, but what I was looking at from like another story was it's kind of interesting the dichotomy. I have never used that word before, but it feels so good. Uh, <laughs> It's like a word it, of the like, day, yeah, when you're, you're dictionary.com, yeah. Dichotomy. Well, I mean, like, straight up, you know, we have mobile platforms, and then we also have console gaming, right? And consoles also take that 30% off, right, on your DLC. I mean, it's nothing different, but you didn't see Epic doing this against any console games, like, against their DLC or whatever they're selling on Fortnite. Like, that's straight, that's straight up still the same. So... It's in some ways, if you don't dig a little bit further, it can be kind of confusing. Like, why are they doing it on mobile versus, you know, PlayStation 4 and Xbox? Well, I don't know what Switch. the cut is for. Yeah, I don't know. Is it 30% the PSN if yeah. you buy anything on PSN as well? Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a 30% cut apparently. Because like, it, the, I mean, there's, there's so many different arguments, sides to this argument, which is why I wanted to ask you about it. Um, mm -hmm. Just to see where you stand or what you think about it. Because... So from from Apple and I guess Google's point of view, they said that like all apps are bound by the same rules. It doesn't matter who you are, big or small. Uh, if you want to get your app listed on our official storefront, you have to abide by these rules. And right, yeah, like if you want to get your app on the store, like everyone has to agree to these rules. There is there are no exceptions, right? Right, and right. and Epic in their eyes had broken the rules, so therefore they were delisted. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think like Epic's point of view or what their argument is, and I think this is fascinating actually, is like, like well, first they they don't they don't agree with the thirty percent cut. It's it's a lot. It's it's a big cut. I'll, I'll admit thirty percent is a, a lot of money. It, yeah. It, I mean, when you when you consider that there's only forty and fifty percent above that, that's like half off. You know, like yeah. That's, I mean, that's, I'll that's admit, yeah, thirty percent is a pretty big cut. And if you're you're talking um, hundreds and thousands or millions potentially of just V bucks. 30% mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of a million is a lot of money. Um, and I can understand where they're coming from. Uh, so that's that's Epic's argument. That I think, and I read it somewhere, that one of the arguments they made is why is Apple unfairly targeting apps like Fortnite when you consider an app like Amazon? Mm -hmm. Amazon sells, okay. or not, sorry, Amazon has an official iOS app. And if you choose to download it and log in, 
you can mm-hmm, purchase mm-hmm. anything on Amazon.com or .co.jp or whatever. But they can't take the 30% Yeah, and Apple, Apple oh. doesn't take 30% cut. Uh, now, I don't know... Like, I, I feel like the reason why the 30% cut is in effect is because that affects specifically in-app purchases, which is mm-hmm. like a, a function of the app, I think. It's when you when you develop an application, there's like like the, the set of tools. Uh, right. All in-app purchases, in-app purchases are, are subject to 30%. But what Amazon right, is right. doing, that's not an in-app purchase. That's something entirely, well, not entirely different. That's something it, different. It's where yeah. you're just kind of, you're directly paying Amazon. So Epic is like, their point of view is like, we are no different. You're just directly buying a service or a thing from us, and so it would. Yeah, it, it would almost be like if Epic had the Epic Game Store launcher, on, you know, on uh, as the app, right? Instead of Fortnite, the app, right? Yeah, but here's the thing: is like other companies are bound by those rules. So if you mm-hmm. know there, there's a Steam like app. Right, but right. I, I don't. Can you buy anything off the app directly? I'm not sure. Actually, I've never uh, done it. I, I've never I don't done know. it. I, it's it's been a long time since I've had Steam installed on my on my phone. Uh, I, yeah, I, I have remember. it installed on my phone. But okay, maybe no, no, you can't. You, you can you can or you can't. You you can. I I want to say you can because I feel like I've bought something on it, but it's not like you're buying it. Like it'll open up a browser. If okay. I remember last time, it, so it's it'll, not it'll in-app browser, purchase so not, then. Yeah, it's not in-app. It's okay through a browser that right. you exited the app from. Exit it from the app, there we go. Sure, sure, sure. And maybe that's how they're getting around it. And like, uh, if you if you look at the Kindle store, actually, the Kindle app on iOS, mm-hmm. you can not buy Kindle books on iOS on the app. You have to go uh, to Kindle, like to Amazon, basically, to buy your Kindle books because I think Amazon, like, doesn't want Apple to take the cut and, like, also, and Apple doesn't want a competing storefront on the, on their on their app store, and I and I can't I can't blame them. Like honestly, if you if you really look down on it, like at one point it's like what thirty percent for Google, right? And then it's thirty percent for Amazon, right? They're going to take their cut for Apple. You people, mean for Apple or yeah, you know, however many apps. At one point, it like I feel like it starts stacking, right? Like it stacks a little bit, which means at the end for users is that either we're charged more sure because right, they have to, to increase the for, price yeah. right yeah mm-hmm. either we're charged more or and, and this is where it hurts even more the people who are writing content making content whoever you know whatever they're selling the people who are actually doing this they're getting even less because the margins are just so tight you know what i mean right right sure. um mm-hmm. so for for me like and, and i looked on exactly what the lawsuit that they're actually filing uh that epic is filing it's the it's like anti-competitive restraints and monolithic <laughs> Man, I, even after Diet Coke. Like anti-monopoly, uh, basically, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah, monopolistic practices, which hasn't just been, uh, and I got to say, it's, it's, it's not something that's new. It's something that's been going on for the past couple of years, especially in the U.S. with, with you know, the, the, the platforms we're talking about. You know, there's so many big businesses that own pretty much a lot of these chains, and it's so hard to get for the little guys to get in, you know? Uh, and what's cool about Epic, and I think that they're really trying to kind of open these platforms up uh, as much as possible, at least maybe mobile, but especially on their own platform. And I, I wish I had looked up the number for this, but you know, if you're an indie developer, at one point they were taking a small cut out uh, for you know Unreal, not Unreal Engine, but for of, of the sales, right? Mm-hmm. But now it's if you don't make, I think it's over a million dollars if you're not making. X amount, they're not taking anything from you. Okay. So they're really, at least in the public eye, trying to uh, better the the ecosystem and in, in terms of uh, for developers and then also the platform that developers are are using. Because if say if it's not Fortnite, but it's like some indie game that they that they're publishing, right? And they put that game on uh, iOS or Android, right? That means that thirty percent has to come out if there's in-game, you know, in-app purchases, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in some ways, you can see them kind of protecting the little guy if, you know, they somehow get a game. I guess a game published by Epic wouldn't be a little game, but it would be a nice big game, right? <laughs> so that, that's like my view. I think overall it's a good thing. Uh, but what, what do you what do you think? Uh, is, is that something that you think 
in the long run is a good thing for mobile? Do you think it'll open up more companies to try to challenge this practice? Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's so many sides to it. So like, uh, like the reasons why both Apple and Google delisted the app was just basically that that Epic had you know tried to circumvent the rules and like the rules are the rules, which is why they delisted it. And it just like because it's a private store, essentially, Apple and Google have you know it's their business and like. Mm-hmm. In the same way, like, you know, just like they have the right basically to take the app down, right? For breaking the rules. It's kind of right, their, right. Kind of their store. Uh, but, you know, and then Epic also has like, you know, I guess for their position is that like, you know, it's pretty unfair and it's, they're making it very hard to, to I guess, to, to make money. And, you know, I mean, it's hard for, for this multi million dollar franchise to make more, more millions. M- millions. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I I just I just feel like sure. I mean, there's there's good points to, to both sides, but there's also like both sides are in it for sure, the money. Both, yeah, you they're know both I mean? in it for the money. They're both businesses, and at the end of the day, it's it's business. You know. Um, yeah. Well, so where do you stand? You you would you would you think you stand close to Epic, or are you just like you know the rules are the rules, and Epic broke them. So. I mean, uh, so here's the thing. Rules are rules. And, uh, you know, PUBG, I don't know if PUBG has in-app purchases, right? You know, PUBG, if they're, they do have in-app purchases, they've been playing by the rules, right? So, and that's, you know, that's a pretty big, pretty big uh, game series as well on both platforms and any of the other apps that have been playing by the rules. Now it's, it's kind of, you know, it's only fair to them that people who are following the rules that they are fairly not rewarded but you know it's it's respected right it they they have to enforce those rules but when i think about it you know it's it's kind of like apex right apex okay, mobile is okay. where i'm where i'm going with this okay. apex so apex mobile right um uh, apex mobile whenever if whenever and if it comes out we know it should be coming out someday uh but we have to assume that ea would be in theory in the same situation as epic right Right. So so EA in theory is like looking at this like, OK, we kind of hope you all break this for us. Like, let, let us in on this, because when I'm looking at these games, uh, battle royales and it's all about skin purchases, right, or gun purchases, skins, whatever, they cost a lot. Right. They're, mm-hmm. yeah. they're, they're like 11, 10, 17 dollars. They're more than I actually want to pay. And even for a battle pass. Right. It's battle pass is fine. But, you know. It's it always feels like a little bit more than I want to pay personally, but hey, I'm playing the game for free. But knowing that those prices at the end of the day, if they were to go higher on mobile for stuff for for some reason like that, or if um, me thinking about it just as like, man, it kind of sucks. Like they're not getting as much as they're getting on like the console. They're they're getting ripped off. Right. Me thinking of that it, because I don't play Fortnite, so I, I can't relate really to it as much but for apex it was like if i buy a skin here on mobile even if i'm playing a lot of time on it it kind of sucks they're not getting a lot of they're not getting that full price is if I, if i would just buy it on actually the epic darn it i cornered myself everybody i cornered myself sure <sighs> yeah i did but anyways where do i stand on it let it be free let it be free but unfortunately you got to follow the rules guys you got to follow the rules yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just like I'm not a really big fan of Epic. I guess I really don't. They kind of play both sides. I mean, any big company, they're playing both sides. They 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 do good PR and they do like, hey guys. I know Epic like recently shady. last year, the year before, I can't remember. Like Epic kind of garnered a bit of hate from the PC gaming community for for them basically starting uh, a, a new storefront mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. making a ton of games exclusive to epic game uh game store i don't know if you, you i guess i don't know if you had a pc at the time maybe you weren't really paying attention I, but i i didn't but it, it like control is one of them i know for sure yeah control was one of them so and i was just like a bunch um, of pc games uh ended up being epic game store exclusive and it kind of in certain communities i guess kind of garnered a bit of hate from the pc gaming community because they were it seemed like they were kind of uh i don't know i guess making it I don't know, like in a way, anti-competitive, competitive. Like they were, you know, stealing 
games and making them exclusive. So Control's one, a Metro uh, Exodus was was a, a bit of a, a controversy in its own right. Okay. Um, Borderlands Three, Tetris Effect. Mm-hmm. So what oh, yeah, happened? That's right, Tetris Effect. That's what, true. what what happened with Metro was really really bad because what happened was uh, they were doing pre-sales on Steam, so you could pre-order on Steam. You could oh pay no! Full- and they and then they got. Yeah, continue, continue. Yeah, so they were selling the game on Steam like pre-sales, and then before the game, before the game had even launched, uh, it got removed from the Epic from the from the Steam store, and it became an Epic Games exclusive. So, people who purchased the game on Steam, they those were still honored. They still got Steam copies. Okay. But okay. Basically, it was weird because like they were selling you know a game on Steam, and it never came out on Steam basically officially you know what right, I mean? right which is you, you know yeah and that and that is very shady and, and at the same time at the same time like you can look at that them getting those exclusives as a way of competitive like a, a competitive advantage because i mean for the longest time there has not really been a competitor to steam and i think that was the yeah no yeah that exactly was the thing mm-hmm. people were kind of happy about is that Someone was finally, you know, trying to challenge Steam, but uh, essentially Steam kind of ran its store and did what it did and still does what it does and has a crap ton of games that are, they're trying to curate, you know, better. Um, Now they have these points, you know, there's a lot of stuff with Steam. There's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of fluff. And I I, I have to say anything about Epic, at least the store is not fluffy. I feel like the games that are there are for the most part a good selection of games sure you know? sure so yeah steam i agree steam has gotten a little bit a little bit bloated in the last let's say 10 years but uh you know i think people were, were upset that epic was stealing exclusives and they they chose to compete uh that way mm-hmm, instead mm-hmm. of say you know fleshing out a really good client having a, a really competitive compelling uh reason to be on epic games or whether it be like uh, some kind of feature, I don't know, like voice chat servers, uh, some kind of, mm, mm. you know, some kind of thing like that. Yeah, because in t- in terms of overall features, the the Epic Store is definitely the lacking of the two. Uh, I, I mean, it's it's solid UI, solid everything interface wise and how it operates is solid, but there really isn't anything that makes you go, hey, this is kind of kind of kind of fun. This is why I want to be on this store. You, you know what I mean? There's nothing. Yeah. There's no. A, appeal point like you were saying uh and and maybe that's something that they should try to work into it i i mean for the for the first part let's let's be real it, it's like hey please come get fortnite from here i think you, like you know uh i don't know I, I apparently apparently like when like last year or something there wasn't a way to add multiple games to your cart um to the epic game store and i was on reddit and so mm-hmm. you know, I, I, maybe this is true probably true but so there are people because they had a really big sale last summer, but there wasn't right. a way to add multiple games to your cart. So you would have to just like buy a game and make a transaction, buy another Get game, make a transaction, buy That's another annoying. buy another game in a separate transaction. So people were buying multiple games like in, in four, five, six, seven transactions, right? During during mm-hmm. the summer mm-hmm. sale. Mm-hmm. And a bunch of people got flagged as fraud because uh... they, they were making multiple multiple transactions repeatedly and then they got their account banned so epic like banned their account and then they like tried to like uh, appeal it and be like hey like i'm not fraud i'm just trying to buy games from you and Mm -hmm. like they lost their account you know what i mean like it was was really messy that's that is that's pretty whack I, i i will say at least now you can buy more than one game at a time so i'm glad they fixed that they're probably like man we should have had that day one that's like you know day one stuff that you just don't know how people miss but they they miss it or they continue to ignore it thinking that hey It'll be fine until we can get around to it. And then I just, just, you know, yeah. <laughs> and then just I, boom. I, I kind of feel like they were just like, like, let's make a store. It's like, does the cart work good? The cart works. And, and then like you, no one, the no, one mobile. no one was just like, hey, can we add multiple games to a cart? Like no one like thought about that or anything like. It's the, it's the Fortnite mobile, man. That's what they did it. They did it for the get it in on that PC. You got to. Yeah. I mean, just like pretty much any of these down these services now, like like Ubisoft's like, what, what are you doing? You're just downloading Assassin's Creed, whatever VR VR they got now. Like, I, honestly, that's what they're all for. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can we just have one? Can we just have a one console future? I'm just lying. <clears throat> OK, well, Apex. 
sure. season six. All right. It's happening. By the time you listen to this podcast, everybody, you're going to be in heaven. I mean, not dead. I, you, you know, you'll be playing a great, great, wonderful battle royale. I saw the trailer Apex. today, finally. I saw, well, because it actually, no, oh, yeah, yeah. I saw Rampart's trailer because that launched like 3 a.m. for us like this morning. Mm-hmm. And I actually, I actually was awake still, so... Uh, what 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 did you think about it? I mean, in the trailer they showed off her her, her abilities. abilities. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's uh she's got the let me let me go over to her little her awesome little page. I, I like her little page. Uh, she's got an amped cover. That's her tactical ability. So sure. she builds a crouch cover wall, uh, which deploys a full covered amped wall that blocks incoming shots while charging or amping up outgoing shots yeah okay i yeah. oh man so, is that amp we don't know that the, the, that's the a wall that's, that's that's a wall from titan okay Fall. okay that, okay so it's, it's thing, not the yeah. amp it's, it's not that uh pew 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 it's it's called it's pop, it's, pop, it's pop. a wall from from titanfall okay um, okay so here's what i how's what i feel i feel so the volt is coming back to apex and i'm like yes volt is that, coming back. that's Extended my boy energy mags that's my back. boy, because like devotion I, is out of the package. I have the most kills with the vault in Titanfall. Like that was my gun, mm. and then mm. it got nerfed. So then I kind of switched the alternator. But anyways, um, vault, yes, a wall. Uh, I don't. I'm you. I don't I'm know how I feel you, about it. I don't know. Hey, big Watson. Hey, big Watson. Watson, can you put up some fences too? Because like, yeah, here's the thing. I'm I'm a little concerned <laughs> about the meta because. Like when they added Watson to to the game, it shifted the meta. Like I think people started to make strongholds. Uh, you could see that a lot in well, co- in competitive play. In competitive, you could see just houses yeah. just filled with fences. Yeah, you really I'm saw fencing. that in, in competitive. So it really it really shifted the meta. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then now they're going to add a character that has deployable cover and also mm-hmm. like increases damage from yes. that cover. You're gonna yes. have like I know I just don't I don't know I don't you know I'm not very comfortable with where where it's going. So that's that's her first ability. The second ability is modded loader, which is her passive. Oh, that's kind of uh, cool. She, that's kind of cool. Th- yeah. it, it's pretty cool. I actually kind of like it. It's so yeah. increased magazine capacity and faster reloads, reloads. when using uh, light machine guns yeah. and the minigun, aka Sheila, which is her ultimate yeah. weapon or emplaced minigun is what it's called her ultimate ability uh place a mounted machine gun that anyone can use high ammo capacity long reload time which uh looks like it's about to go just slam people in that trailer that trailer she was clipping everybody it was like she just clipped pathfinder and he just fell down like you shooting everybody in the leg girl and they all fall how how, how powerful is this thing? <laughs> I, well not, just tra- it's, it's just trailer it's yeah, a trailer, yeah, it's a trailer. um but it, it looks pretty cool i, I think she can put maybe three of these bombardments up or these sh- her uh her covers up it looks like anytime we see it there's there's three there's yeah, almost i don't at like least three. again like i so the idea of using you know a portable cover a wall specifically is cool i guess uh i've never used it in titanfall uh, it's it looks like this incarnation of it is better than in titanfall because it's actually like a lot of cover Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So even if you're 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 co- like when you duck, you're covered. If you're crouched, you're covered. You yeah. Know, so this looks like very very powerful, and like I don't know. I just don't know how I feel about it. Like I I, so, re- I really think it's going to shift the meta. Like I don't know. Well, th- what the developers were saying is they're saying that grenades are her worst enemy, and and this is where it gets kind of dumb because at the very end of their own Reddit post, they're like, yeah, grenades are you know her worst enemy. They'll it's definitely like what you want to use against her and then it's just like but you know her plus watson and i mean you it's anyone anyone who plays apex is already thinking this like watson ult plus this it's even in the trailer you ain't throwing no grenades in there you like the yeah only, the we know only we, have, thing, we have watson's out yeah yeah the, the only thing that literally is her counter that i can think of is crypto oh with the emp He's, with the EMP, crypto's EMP is the only thing that I, is it confirmed I don't know. that the EMP will destroy the walls. Uh, it's confirmed that yeah, it does damage the walls. I don't know if it takes them down per se. Like uh, yeah, but that's not I, even fair because like that's crypto's ultimate, and then this is her tactical. Yeah, they're gonna, you know they're gonna have to change it up a little bit because like they, there's no there's no one who can really just output that much damage. I mean, I guess the thing is is shoot the 
bottom barrier, like just blow it up, go around? I, I don't know. You know, we're not getting a new map this season. We're getting a modified version of World's Edge. Right, right, right. Uh, which, you know, is a good thing in some ways. I, we really want, we really need a new map. It's been three seasons and it's going to still be the rotation. Now, this is going to be one of those moments where, you know, World's Edge is going to have some changes. I didn't look too much into them, but if it's anything like King's Canyon, we're not going to get anything that's going to be mind dropping. You know, it's still mm-hmm. going to be playing World's Edge. So that that's that's one thing. But yeah, she's going to be there. Uh, like you said, the vault is in play. Uh, I want to know I'm how it plays, sure. though. Here's the thing, because like the day yeah. day one, like when I when I dropped in the Apex, I was mm-hmm. like, here we go, baby, the alternator. This is the gun. I'm going to be good at this game. And then <laughs> the I was alternator like, became... I was like, wait a minute, this game, this gun kind of sucks. Uh, you needed the hop up. Yeah, the disruptor out. So I'm like, I, I seriously, I love the vault so much in Titanfall. Uh, it's so accurate, like comically accurate. Uh, but I just don't know how it's going to handle in, in this game. Yeah, that, that's what we're going to have to look forward to seeing uh, and, and playing in the next couple of days, really, or next day, really. It's, it's going to be out. Of course, new Battle Pass. I got to say the uh, the G7 at the end, uh, Bloodhound's just looking hype in that skin, too, man um it it looks it looks pretty hype i'm not gonna lie i i will play that, that's the reason i did not play a lot of season five was i just was not feeling the battle pass i, I wasn't feeling anything in it so i'm just like you know what I'm, I'm i'm out guys i'm okay i'm okay leaving this season and i found myself doing <laughs> like playing other games and just being uh being okay in general without my uh, you know daily dose of apex every day every night um but yeah, some new sites have been added to the map. I'm just looking over the, the patch notes now or just some things. But uh, the, the one thing that we did forget to talk about was the crafting that's going to be in the game now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much the reaction. It's If you've ever been around any of the ultimate charge stations, I don't know if they're going to be a s- similar to that, if they're going to drop on the map, but I believe it's pretty much going to be... They're going to be around the map. You're going to be able to find currency and then go to those stations. And inside of the station, uh, whenever you're you're looking at it, there's going to be different uh, power-ups you can get, or not power-ups, but different modifications, whether that's a, a shotgun choke or, or if it's a hop-up that's there, uh, different ammo magazine sizes. There's just a, a, a array of choices you can kind of choose from. But it doesn't really, like, without playing it, it I don't know exactly 100%, you know, how much different it is than just picking up a hop up or using Loba's ability. You know what I mean? Yeah. So wait, you can craft a devotion if, if I'm not mistaken. I saw it in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. You can craft it, which is kind of weird. Cause like, does that just mean it's just like a craft gun? It's just a, it's just a gun or does it mean that well, it has something special out of, about it? It's out of gold rotation. The PC is still gold though. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm going to assume they've taken it out since you can craft it. I don't know. I mean, gold weapons are kind of cool. I think gold weapons have their own kind of special appeal because it's like, oh, you know, you know, it's kind of like a getting a rare drop in a RPG or something. But yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. So hopefully we'll see. We'll definitely give you the impressions because we'll be playing. You know, we're huge Apex fans here. Uh, loving that game. Uh, yeah. So Rampart, lover design, lover. Going to get ready to see some more of that. And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, but Phil Spencer, this, I don't know. This is like caught me. And I was like, this is one of those stories that people would just use to be like, Hey, click on my site. The headline is just literally Phil Spencer says Microsoft's approach isn't about selling more consoles than Sony or Nintendo. <laughs> what do you feel when you first hear that? Well, I think, I, I think it's basically just really, really good PR speak. I mean, they've kind of uh, admitted that they have in a sense lost, let's say quote unquote, the mm-hmm. console war, uh, or at mm-hmm. least for this generation. Uh, and they're not focused on hardware sales anymore because they, I guess, are trying to win in a, in a different way. So you can you can see this now with when Microsoft is basically saying all our, our all our biggest games, Gears of War, Halo, whatever, whatever, you can get them on uh, Xbox. Um, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Yeah, exactly. You can you can get it on uh, on Xbox, whether that be the you know last gen, the one or the um, the the new Series X. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Or you can get it on PC if you if you have a PC. So they're trying to like win not with console sales, not with hardware. They're trying to win with just like a service and a brand. You know what I mean? And as to yeah. to foster a kind of sense of uh, of loyalty, I guess, which is great. I mean, I don't own an Xbox. Um, Me neither. You know, but I do own a PC. So uh, I'll admit I bought Halo, um, not the mm-hmm. new one, obviously. I bought uh, 
the Master Chief Collection, the the older ones, the remasters, because I never had an Xbox One growing up, and I did have a 360, so I did I did play uh, three actually. Okay. okay. Uh, but I never played one or two. Uh, I didn't play Reach because I had moved to Japan actually when it when it came out, so I never like bought it. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. Wait, I think I, yeah, I was in I was still in America with Reach. Uh, you, oh, you do, you were doing like abroad study abroad, right? Yeah, exactly. So okay, okay. I was okay. in Japan when, when Reach came out, so I bought Reach actually because um, mm-hmm. I could. Uh, you know, I own a PC and and Reach came out on Steam. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I played Gears of War on um, PC. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it four, 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 five? Four, four. I believe it's four is on PC. What was the last one? The newest one is five, five. right? Yeah. So I, five, I played yeah. four on PC. I didn't get five, but I, I played Gears of War on PC. Mm-hmm. So. That's great for people like me who maybe I enjoyed those games. I do. I, I enjoy those games. I just don't own an Xbox. So mm-hmm. that's how they're going to attempt to, let's say, win in, in a different way. So yeah, it's definitely worth the definitely worth a shot. Uh, this was it's kind of it's kind of a weird place that this was actually happening. I don't know who Gary Witta is, but Gary Witta's Animal Talking podcast is where uh, Phil made this uh mr spencer made this uh remark but like yeah his actual comment was uh, if selling more consoles than sony and, and nintendo was our approach we wouldn't put our games on pc uh and we wouldn't put our games on xbox one we wouldn't do x cloud and allow people to play their games on phones uh how many consoles do i sell versus how many consoles does another company sell uh he added uh sony or nintendo or other companies uh, back in the day, that's not our approach now. And so, like you know, you got to respect them for doing what they do. But I'm gonna just tell you right now, bro. You gonna you, you ain't making a console not to sell it, bro. Yeah, right. You still a business. They do want to like, saying. yeah. They want to. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure they want to make like money in some in some way. All the Xbox peers are like, oh, yeah. Why did he say that? Why? So yeah, I don't know. I I'll be yeah. straight up with you. Like I, it's a lot of would, money to own all these things. I would have an Xbox if like. There were games for it, I guess, in dun, Japan. Dun. It's just tough when, dun, we, dun. when we live in Japan, right? So, <laughs> Yeah, in, in, in Japan, like, literally, the Xbox has no love, no, no, no. I mean, it's next to the, like, when I go to my, my local electronics store, it's next to the used DVD section. Yeah, so I went to a used... Not even ga- Blu-ray section. DVDs. Used DVDs. <laughs> I, went to, I went to a used game store, actually, by my, by my apartment. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they have... You know, a lot of games. So even back going back to PS3, PSP, even a few PS2 yep. games. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "What? You know, where where are the Xbox games?" And I like look, they're in like this tiny corner. It's and it's, they had like it's, it's four games. Corner. They had like four Xbox games, like four. It's, it's always a tiny corner. It's so like like honestly, people like when you if you come to Japan and you look up an Xbox corner. It looks like it should be discounted. It looks like the Vita corner from it, in North America, basically. Yeah. Yes, that is that that is perfect. It looks like the Vita it corner. Looks like the, the Vita, Vita corner, corner here North looks America. It's just like flip it. Straight, like, still, yeah, just okay. flip it. Because if you go to any store here, like the Vita corner is still pretty big, actually. And that console isn't even being made. Yeah, anymore, it's not even right? being made like, anymore, no, and it's still pretty big. Like, there's up. a lot of Vita games actually. Like it's yeah, huge. Yeah. Uh, if you go to like yep. a book off in a major city, like in Tokyo, one of the bigger Tokyo book offs, mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. like a friggin like just aisle of vita games that's so true like i mean there's so many vita games that didn't come out across yeah uh in in, in the u.s or just abroad and for good reasons per se i guess you know the, it's the romantic dating simulator for a yeah, lot of people yeah yeah uh but but still xbox man no love like seriously i want to see xboxes marked 50 percent off when i'm in the store i'm like i will buy you straight up if you 50 percent off oh I'll my god you. yeah i was thinking because i have they should be 50 yeah. percent off i would <laughs> love should be you know what? If I went to a store and they're like, "Here, like, if you buy this computer, you get a free Xbox," I'd be like, "Oh, sure, yeah, I'll take it." Sure. Well, yeah, yeah. well let me go. I'll take it. I mean, because there are some good treasures on uh, in that ecosystem, which we hope that they'll be remaking. We know, you know, re, uh, near Automata, not not Automata, but near uh, Recarnated. I'm forgetting these numbers. No, Replicant. One point. No, 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 number. Anyways, that that game's getting remade, but that was previously only on Xbox and PS3, and you know, and and blue. I don't know what, what I'm talking about. <laughs> you, you say know, were you, you gonna know say Blu-ray? I mean. No, I was gonna say like, what, what was that? What was the uh, Blue Dragon? I mean, I don't want to play Blue Dragon. Uh, Blue Dragon was Xbox 360. Someone, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I might want to play Blue Dragon, or um, I just want to play Lost Odyssey. Lost Odyssey. Yeah, I just want to play Lost. You know? That game is really good. Was all we, that's all we want. That's all we want, Microsoft. You know, stop investing. Put, yeah, in put your, that on PC. Put that on PC right now. Put it on PC. 
Make it part of the strategy. Make it part of the strategy. And uh, moving on forward, of course, with uh, remakes and things that we want to see. Uh, one of the things that we kind of wondered about, about the uh, Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne HD remaster. Oh, uh, yeah. Dante. The big D. Big Dante. The meme, the meme is back. <laughs> the meme back. is back for a new generation. Let's go. <laughs> I hope I hope for the North American release of SMT3 uh, remaster. I hope they have that same stupid badge on the on the cover. You know what I'm talking about, right? I wish I did. I'm part of the new generation. That's the Explain. meme. So like <laughs> SMT3 Nocturne um in for North America is actually called the I believe it's called the Maniac's version. Yeah, uh, uh, here it's called Maniac Spark. Is the DLC the name of the DLC? Right, right. So on the PS2 there was SMT3, and then there was another re-release called SMT3, SMT3 Maniacs, and that includes mm -hmm. Dante as like at the time, not DLC at the time, but just bonus content, right? Right, right. And then it was, the it was the Maniacs version that got translated for North America, and then mm -hmm, when the game came mm -hmm. out in North America, it had this stupid badge in the corner of the box art that says like features Dante from the Devil May Cry series. Oh my goodness. And that became like a I'm... meme. That became a meme. So like you, know, you could find like just people like cutting that badge out and just like putting it on random stuff. The badge itself was the meme. Yeah. You know, back then, I mean, that was back when DMC one was was hot. Like I don't think DMC two had came out. Uh, if I remember, because I was I was looking at this in the magazine. I still have you know my official PlayStation magazine because that's where I saw this game. I was like, oh man, Dante's in it. They they, they had me. I was like, oh man, Dante's in this game. I want it. So that badge that I sent you on Discord right now that just became <laughs> that like was the badge I retweeted. <laughs> yeah, that just became like a meme. Like people would just like post it on random stuff. I mean, if you pay Dante enough, he'll be in anything. So I I hope that they use the same. Badge I mean, in the, it was tweeted from Atlas's account. Yeah, oh. from the official Atlas, at least from the official yeah. American uh, Atlas yeah. account. Yeah, the Japanese they, Atlas they one was was way more like uh, stoic. Yeah, <laughs> way more professional. Yeah, <laughs> didn't embrace the fans in the meme. Embrace, embrace. So, um, I hope they. Here, here's a here's an example of, of a of a meme. It's someone taking that badge and just putting it on something else. Oh, yeah, yeah, that definitely does fit in the HD class. The the remasters of of Devil May Cry that HD uh that collection that they did. It's such a sad thing that two was in there. Mm. Sorry, I I I I've played them all and yeah, Devil May Cry two everybody. Devil May Cry 4. Oh, no, uh, 5. Yeah, 5. That would make sense. 4 would make even more sense, honestly. What are you I talking about? 4 would be a great one. Featuring Dante. Yeah. Devil May Cry 4 featuring Dante? Yeah. He was in it. Half, he had to, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, he was featured in it. He was featured in it. You know, that, that part that you had to play Nero, then you had to play Dante. Yeah, and he was, like, you played Dante oh, for and then half you played the Nero game. Again, you played you're for like, half the game with Dante, yeah. <laughs> This little Metal Gear Solid 2 twist. Uh, but moving on, Shroud is back on Twitch. If you haven't looked at him, if you ain't following the man already, not one of the 7.1 million people who are following the human aimbot, well, he's back on Twitch and streaming. Of course, he's got his subscription option open, so if you want to check him out. Uh, now the, the two are back, the Ninja Shroud combo. And they're not really a combo, but, you know, they're just they're back on Twitch, uh, which is good for Twitch. If you're a streamer, if you're on Twitch, uh, like myself, that just means more people are coming to the platform. Yay, Facebook, what are you doing? Get somebody. Make it big. I want less competition. Yeah, let's stream or on I Facebook. Or I should just be better. Yeah, that, or opposite. You can just stream on Facebook, everybody. I'm kidding. I would never stream on Facebook. You can do YouTube. <laughs> I would never, I would never stream on Facebook. YouTube is always an option, my friend. Uh, so that's happening. And then Ghost of Tsushima is the highest selling first party PS4 title in Japan, which is nice for a game that's featuring Japan. Sure. Yeah. It's also pretty cool that it's a Western studio. That too. And that it's also a good game. Sure. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's like it goes hand in hand i hope uh but it was one of the best uh selling games of july and uh perfumitsu this is of course like i said the uh highest selling uh with reaching over wait yeah the sold x amount three hundred and thirty thousand in japan in the first three weeks so apparently the last game to hold this record for playstation was spider-man from insomniac tag team Look at that. Anyways, 
Yeah. So anyways, here, here's your question, man. Here's your question. So uh, ill at ease. I caught, the, I caught him on uh, Twitter, posted this uh, tweet. I want Chrono Trigger remade, but not with turn-based combat. Maybe more like a Tales of Symphonia. Oh, that would be not Chrono Trigger. What are you thinking? What are you, what are you thinking, though? What are you thinking? You tell us. Uh, go, go play Chrono Trigger. Uh, I would say, You want like, the remake? You want the remake, man? No, I would. Uh, I'd be a bad idea. Um, <laughs> it'd be fine as a side game, for sure. Um, but With, like, a mobile like a mobile game? No, just, like, a side story, maybe, because kind of, oh, like, just story. featuring other characters from the Chrono series. There's a lot of characters in Chrono. Okay, okay. Um, well, I... I but yeah. I just if it's gonna be a main game, I think it should be turn based. Just like keep it turn based. I I mean like you know we did. I think we kind of almost talked about this with the Final Fantasy VII remake, of like how we kind of wanted some other games remade as well. I don't. I can't remember if we talked oh, about. Oh, well, I think FF7 remake. Yeah, I think FF7 remake is a really good um, thing to bring up because yeah, mm-hmm. that's obviously not turn based, but I think they did really well. Right. But I I think it's such like. A different game that i don't mm-hmm, mind mm-hmm. it but if i'm thinking like when you say like chrono trigger like remake or something i actually mm-hmm. imagine it to be more or less what it still looks like i actually just you know you know octopath traveler right 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 yeah i was right. i was kind of just imagining uh, that and i was like nice. that should be just turn-based. Nice yeah. i just That's don't really good. i don't nice know how update. i feel like about chrono trigger like a full full 3d Third, like a full remake. 3d yeah like a reimagining like were, rather mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because they were never really in 3D. No, yeah, that's mean. the thing, exactly. Because, like, FF7 at least was, like, you could argue it's 3D, kind of. I mean, it's pretty flat 3D, but at least it was 3D, right? Yeah. So yeah. that goes from 3D to 3D. But if you take something like Chrono Trigger, which is originally, like, sprite-based, and, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you make it 3D, that's just, like... That's a, that's it, like a new game. Yeah. That's like, a, that's, like a, that's, like, straight up new... New, that's some weird that yeah i can see where you're coming from with that i can see where you're coming from so i would just say like if you're gonna do a new chrono trigger or a remake or whatever do it like octopath um and and keep it uh turn-based combat and i think that'd be kind of kind of cool okay okay well that sounds good maybe something like one of the uh link to the past or one of the nintendo games they oh like well yeah you, i just i'm gonna ask if you played it but you haven't you know you don't know i don't know yeah. like link's awakening right <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That was really, um, I think that was a very interesting remake. Because it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it, in terms of like the maps, it was one to one. One to one, right. It was one to one. But it just like looks, like I love the visuals, like the the low depth of field. Like it looks like a diorama, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was really into that. But yeah, so I don't know. Like I, I wouldn't want them to take like Link's, Link's Awakening and be like, oh, Breath of the Wild, baby. Like this is what it, you know? What I mean, it's just, it's just so. If 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 they did every Zelda game as Breath of the Wild, they just all look the same. You couldn't tell which one was actually <laughs> Breath of the Wild. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to tell which is which. But uh, yeah, that's you know, it's I I think it's kind of cool. We we were able to at least have some of these nice little fun remakes what we want and who knows maybe we'll get it maybe we'll get the square will surprise us with something good i maybe honestly like i don't do it maybe they'll do it they I want more know, money dude yeah they saw that final fantasy they they saw sephiroth bringing the bucks i'll be dead before crunchier comes out again <laughs> no because i mean like realistically if you were square you'd be like do we do crunchier or do we roll in millions with ff7 part two well they can do they're, okay so let's say they finish part two and part three right yeah what what do they remake then? Because you know they're gonna remake something else. Something else has to get remade. Well, I, it, what are they gonna do, like, in, in their, story or something like what are, what are they doing in their in their friend, like in their library? You mean? Yeah, in their in their library. Like they, they any still have Square a bunch Enix of, game. Yeah, I don't know. Like, are we like? Oh, shit, do but, they go tactics? Do they go? Oh, they could do tactics again. So like, but not Final Fantasy. Like any Square Enix game. Any yeah, any Square Enix game. I don't, don't know what needs love. I don't know. I <laughs> don't say the bouncer. The bouncer. Don't say the bouncer. I would. Was, I, I would. I, yeah. It's like for TGS <laughs> this year. They're like, here's the game you've been waiting for. From from character designer Tetsuya Nomura. Everyone's going crazy. They think it's like FF7 or Kingdom Hearts. And then like, like the bouncer HD remaster. I'm like, oh shit, here it is. It's like for the five people in the room right now who are everyone's quiet. Excited. Everyone's quiet. Everyone's like quiet. like eighty percent are just like, what is the bouncer? What's the bouncer? Ten what people, ten percent are just what, like, what are why though? Here? But why though? <laughs> oh man, well, uh, that'll be something we'll we'll try to answer 
throughout the next podcast or something. But thanks for uh, for for joining us, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Like I said, episode number forty six, going on forty seven. Uh, and I, I think we're going to be doing, I'll be doing a bonus episode with a, a guest of the show filming this week and then hopefully getting up next week. So then Wait, we'll have filming? that big, are you doing a video podcast? Oh, <clears throat> oh sorry. Recording. Okay. <laughs> you guys don't want to see me on video. I have warts. Sure. That sounds weird. Yeah, anyway, he actually has no face. I have no face. Yeah. I'm a no face person. No heart, no face. They call me heartless from kingdom. Okay. And, yeah. Anyways, we're going to get on that. And we should be doing a VTuber special because I, I really do want to understand the powerful appeal of these weird uh, today, like so straight up. I saw a friend of the show, you know, G always about that VTuber grind, right? He posts this thing where apparently some VTuber did some crazy thing. I guess she had a boyfriend. She leaked something on accident. I don't know. She had to do like an apology video. Yeah. So like, like she's most, a real like, person. Like most like she's a real, like she's a real person. I mean, she is a real person behind there, but let's face it. Who cares if she has a boyfriend? Well, that's like, that's a different argument entirely because now you're, you're just crossing into just like Japanese idol, you know, culture. Because this isn't, this but, isn't limited to just YouTube. But it's just like an anime right? character. It's like, it's like if the anime character's voice actress has a boyfriend. Do you really care? I think people do care, actually. Oh, see, that's, see, that's what you're going to get into on that episode. That episode, maybe, I think it's going to be like maybe 48 or 50, yeah. something I'm not like saying that. I Anyways. care. I'm just saying like, that's a fandom thing. Like, you know. I'm a just leave it you know yeah i don't get it it's sadness but <laughs> uh, do you have anything to close out anything you want to say uh no i guess the ice cream is pretty good you should guys get it if you're in japan right now if you're in japan go grab what's it called again the coffee cookie sunday the coffee cookie sunday. from hagen does that just sounds like someone put words together and made an ice cream flavor yeah it's pretty coffee good cookie sunday yeah, go have yourself one of those. And as always, like I said, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at UGP underscore cast. Uh, leave a voice message on anchor.fm backslash UGP cast. We've got a voice message little part. You can leave us, say what you want. Say what you want about us. You know, let us have some love or tell us why you don't like us. I don't know. Just message us. Same thing on Twitter, too. And, of course, you can check us out on YouTube as well if you're more into YouTube versions of podcasts at Unknown Games Podcast. There we go. And we'll catch you next week. Remember, you set the tone. Go play some great games. Enjoy your life. Try not to get sick, people. Just keep your mask on. And go roll in the dirt. It feels great sometimes. Uh, what? I'm just saying. Sometimes you gotta get dirty to get clean. What are you talking about? Peace. Yeah.